on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank roll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality. Guys, today we have Q and AF. Uh, I recorded a CTI before this, but I was so fucking pissed off. That I actually couldn't even air it. Um, that was a good one. It, you know what? It probably is, but I, I try not to fucking just be some ranting fucking dumb fuck on the show sometimes, and that's where I felt it was going. I cannot stand what the fuck is going on. I cannot stand the passivity. I cannot stand the fucking uh, excessive tolerance to immoral shit. Um, and it's very frustrating that many people are okay with grown men walking into schools or restaurants or fucking any situation and shaking their dicks and their asses in front of fucking young kids uh, because they happen to be wearing a dress. If I went and did the exact same shit looking exactly how I look right now, okay, I'm wearing a black t-shirt and fucking athletic shorts. And I walked into a school and I started shaking my fucking dick around and twerking in front of fucking eight-year-olds they put me in motherfucking jail. And I can't stand the hypocrisy of what's going on. We've got Hillary Clinton on fucking TV right now saying that uh, Republicans have a plan to steal the election. She, compl- she claimed the election was stolen uh, fucking 20 years ago. She claimed the election was stolen in 2016. She's claiming an election hasn't even happened yet, is going to be stolen. And... Um, but if you question the 2020 election, it was a secure, the most secure election of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm so sick of this hypocritical shit. I'm so sick of the fucking lies. I'm so sick of the, what the, what's going on. And I'm sick of people ignoring the facts of what's happening in this country. I'm fucking sick of it. Okay? At some point in time, You, and I don't care who you are listening to this show, you, no matter what your political beliefs, no matter what your race, no matter what your income level, no matter who you like to fuck, you have to understand that your existence is at risk with these people in fucking power, okay? These are the people that are normalizing all kinds of really fucking terrible shit. They're causing massive inflation. They're causing energy shortages. They're running all kinds of anti-American propaganda nonstop. They're letting millions of people across the border. They're taking your fucking jobs. And and by the way, uh, they just admitted today that everybody who, who took the vaccine or who wouldn't take the vaccine in New York is now allowed to come back with back pay. Cool. Awesome. That's the right thing to do. But they should get like triple back pay for the harassment that everybody felt for the last three fucking years. That is not going to be forgotten ever in this country. Oh, what about the people who did take the vaccine? That they didn't Hesitantly. Want to? Yeah. And all of you people who took the vaccine because you were pressured, you all need to join up with people like me who are saying the truth about what's been going on. You need to abandon your Democrat for life label and understand that also... I am not a Democrat and I am not a Republican. I am a fucking free American who thinks for himself, who has common sense. And until we all join together 
and you abandon and are able to admit that you were wrong and unite with people who are trying to tell you the entire time, hey man, this is fucked up. You should be so fucking thankful for people like us who tried to point this out to you, even though you still went along with it. Because had you not, uh, had they not gotten caught doing this, okay, the entire fucking world will be vaccinated and there will be no control group to show the damage that they are actually causing. And, and you guys who were not the 1,400 workers who got their job back, you guys who were fooled into taking it should be the most fucking pissed off. And you, you are the people who should be voting these people out of fucking power. And not only voting them out, you should be calling for extreme punishment, in my opinion, death, for the people who committed these crimes against humanity. Coercion was punishable by death in the Nuremberg Code for a reason, for a reason. And the reason is we have to set an example so that people don't do this over and over and over and over again because they're not going to stop. I'm not talking about the average American. I'm not even talking about the doctor. I'm not even talking about, I'm talking about the people in the World Economic Forum and the high, highly positioned, powerful, paid off politicians who propagated this shit and push this shit down through the media onto a free country here in America, those people need to be dealt with. And until everybody unites and calls it what it is, crimes against humanity, which is what the fuck it is, it will continue to happen over and over again. And this weak leadership that we have in this country, this passive leadership of, oh, well, you know, we got the thing overturned and they got their jobs back, that's not good enough. That is not good enough. Is what's going to stop them from doing it They're again. not going to stop from doing it again. Right now, they're saying, oh, shit, that didn't work. Okay, well, let, this is, they're, these people are playing the fucking long game. They, they understand that people have a short attention span. That's why you have uh, the dude running against Ron DeSantis right now running ads saying Ron DeSantis was the first fucking governor in, 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 uh, in Florida history that shut down schools and shut down businesses. Like they're trying to turn it around on people. Rewrite the fucking history too. It's extremely frustrating, dude. It's extremely frustrating. And, and what's so frustrating is that I've had to sit here and watch the shit unfold play by play by play for three fucking years telling people what the fuck was going on and then get abused for it. Oh, shit. I happen to be correct. You know, where, where, where Every fucking time. <laughs> yeah. So where is that? Yeah. Where are the, where you guys who got roped in and thought I was fucking crazy? When are you going to admit that you were actually wrong? Because we need you. We need you. There's room for you here. We need you to stand the fuck up. If you got this fucking shot and you didn't want to because you were coerced, you should be the most pissed off. Because guess what? I don't have to walk around every day wondering when the fuck it's going to fucking kill me. You do. And that should be enough to infuriate you to a point where these people have to be fucking dealt with. And until that happens, this shit will continue to happen. So that's the summary of the entire fucking two-hour rant that I just went on on CTI, okay? Which I'm not going to air because it was... It, it, it is too much for people to actually hear. You guys need to elect people who are from the people 
for the people, by the people. Not voting Democrat because you've always voted Democrat. Or voting Republican because you've always voted Republican. We need to vote for Republicans right now, but we need to vote for the right Republicans. I'm, I'm, I'm here to do Q&A, but I'm fucking pissed off, dude. I get it. And I'm sick and tired of the passivity. I'm sick and tired of people thinking that other people are going to come take care of this until everybody stands the fuck up, until everybody gets on the same page They will continue to divide us. They will continue to ruin our lives. If you don't believe me, look at your fucking bank account. Look at your bills. Trump didn't do that shit. In 2019, when they started this COVID shit in December, we had the strongest fucking economy we've ever motherfucking had in this country. And and some of you are so brainwashed, you're blaming this shit on this man. And by the way, I have plenty of bones to pick with Donald Trump about how he's handled it. And none of which have to do with the fact that he should have been nicer to these people. We need motherfuckers that are going to clean this motherfucking house. Unapologetically. Yeah, that's right. And I'm one of those motherfuckers. So I just say that. I'm willing to do what, what needs to be done. Okay? In the course of history, when people did this kind of shit, you know what happened to them? They were made examples of. And we are lacking examples of people's... Uh, evil. We have not made example, examples enough uh, of evil people in recent times to where people understand fuck around and find the fuck out, motherfucker. We need, we need to go straight up biblical fucking Middle, e- Middle Ages fucking Vlad the Impaler on these motherfuckers. That's what needs to happen because there should be an example. There should be an example in the history books of these people in the World Economic Forum And these people like Hillary Clinton, literally, literally, okay, with their heads on a motherfucking stake in front of the fucking White House, and there should be be pictures in the history books of this for a hundred motherfucking years because it teaches people what you do when you fuck with free people. So that's my fucking summary of the two hours I just went on. (laughs) Now now let me allow, uh, let me pour some, maybe get better juice into your tank. Let's knock it out, man. Andy, question number one. I recently graduated college and I've been offered a job by four different companies. I don't want to just take the high paying job if the culture is not good. So what can I do to determine that a company's culture is real and not just a scam for them to fill in the spot? First of all, motherfucker, not everything's a scam. Okay. This is a cultural fucking, this is a cultural issue. You, you fucking people think everything's a fraud, everything's a scam, everything's a this, everything's a that. You need to use discernment, mm. okay? Even the companies with great culture are going to have things that you don't like. Uh, life doesn't work in a way where we get to pick and choose every little likable detail of our existence. All okay? or nothing. This, yeah. is, this is a product of the fucking progressive entitlement and the communist entitlement that has been intentionally installed into this country. Meaning, do you ever notice that uh, vegans will go into a, a, a regular restaurant and demand fucking vegan food, right? And cause a fucking shit show mm-hmm. if there's no vegan food. But how many times do you see the regular human Quite go more. into a vegan restaurant and start a motherfucking shit show? Right. It doesn't happen. So we have an entitlement issue in the populace of this country. And it sounds like this person might have a little bit of it. Mm. Okay. There's always going to be things you don't like. 
There's always going to be things that don't suit you properly. The goal of being successful, okay, is to understand that and then to operate within the fucking framework the best that you possibly can by developing the best skills that you can and contributing. Now, if you're offered a high position job in a company with pretty decent culture, a winner would look at that and say, well, I have a chance to make this better. I have a chance to improve this. That's how a winner would look at it. An entitled fucking bitch would look at it like this. Oh, it's not exactly what I wanted. Uh, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I just, it's not exactly perfect. Some, you know, they're a little too at this or a little too that. Motherfucker, you will never win with that mentality. You will lose consistently over and over and over again. Because guess what? Conditions are never ideal. Conditions are never perfect. No job is perfect. No career is perfect. No fucking relationship partner is perfect. No fucking friend is perfect. No situation is ever perfect. And we have this scenario in society where people think that if shit isn't perfect, they throw it the fuck away. Okay? Somebody says something you don't like, fuck them, cancel them, take their job, take their shit, take their this, take their that. They're pieces of shit. And they give zero thought to what that person's life may be like after they got quote unquote canceled because you had a fucking hair up your ass that day for something that they said. You think it's funny. Okay? So we have a cultural problem in this country. Now, um, I would like to think that most of the people that listen to this show probably don't contribute to that too much, but they do because I see motherfuckers I know jumping on cancel culture shit all the time. And in fact, cancel culture has now moved uh, from an exclusively left thing to where the, the, the fucking far right conservatives are acting like if you don't agree with every motherfucking thing they said, you're a total piece of shit human and fuck you. Right. And bro, we'll never get anywhere with that mentality. Okay, so to answer your question, uh, here's the answer. You are very, 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 very fortunate to be offered a position at a company that has good culture because most have zero culture. Most of it, you will be a cog in the machine. You will be paid the minimum. You will not be offered the opportunity to move up. You will not be offered the opportunity to progress as your career. And if you overlook jobs that may not have the exact perfect culture, and then you call it a scam because you think it's like uh, not exactly what you want, you are going to be the one that loses. That's the answer. So you should, that person should probably consider themselves fortunate as fuck to even have the opportunity in this economy yeah. to work in a situation like that. Even if the culture is mildly good, because most companies have zero fucking culture and they give zero fucks about their employees. That's most companies. Well, That's of, why most companies fucking fail. What? No, I was about to say, a lot of companies aren't even able to fucking hire right now. It's hiring freezes. Yeah. Yeah. A winner would look at that and say, this is pretty good. I can make it better. That's a winning attitude. I love it. Uh, and question number two, I recently had a spinal fusion on several vertebrae and I've been down about a week now. Uh, after doing fitness consistently every day for the last six years, uh, that's been a lot to overcome mentally. Obviously, your story with your shoulder is massively inspiring to me. Uh, what are some suggestions you have on mentally tackling this four to six month recovery before I can even get into a gym? Well, look, dude, let me tell you. <clears throat> First of all, that injury and dealing with the recovery for me was the hardest year of my entire life. Um, Harder than any year I've been building the company. Harder than anything. And the reason why is because my responsibilities have grown immensely, right? And, and I handle a lot of things on a daily basis that, that a normal 
person um, doesn't have to handle. Mm -hmm. And without that physical outlet for me, it was very, very, very hard for me to, to, uh, to feel good during that time. I, I, I pretty much felt like shit the whole time. Um, but here's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that I did what I could because had I not done what I could, my natural default setting is to do nothing. And, and over the course of my life, there's been plenty of times where I've had a setback and then I did nothing and I got so much worse than what I needed to really get in the time that I couldn't progress, mm -hmm. right? Um, that it, be, it created this massive mountain for me to try to overcome, which was demoralizing in itself. And so what I'm truly thankful for over the last year is the work that I did to increase my, my mental toughness through the Live Hard program uh, over the course of the last three and a half, four years, because that work allowed me to accept, okay, Andy, you can't do what the fuck you would like to do. And yes, you know, and, and here's what was really hard for me. Like I was in peak physical best ever condition when the injury happened. Right. I wasn't at like, I wasn't just like, I was at the best I'd ever been. And so I had to watch in the mirror day by day by day, all of that work go away. Like it, it, it was very, very. I feel like you can't do anything about it. I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Like yeah. I literally couldn't dude. Um, to get to the level I was at, I have to train at a very high level. So even, even training half-ass will never get me there, mm -hmm. you know? And that's, that was very difficult to deal with, watching all that go away because I worked for so long to get it. Um, but the attitude that I took with it, uh, it didn't work out exactly the way that I wanted. You know, I, I thought, you know, hey, look, I'll do what I can and I'll just get real lean. That didn't really work because I lost so much muscle during the process. So what, what I did was, I kept it within striking distance, dude, mm. you know, and anybody who is here in this building will tell you, you know, I was training every day. I was doing, uh, all the things with one arm, you know, mm -hmm. that I would normally do with two. Uh, essentially I was just doing what the fuck I could. I didn't allow it to go completely off the rails. Yeah. And so my advice to you dealing with a, a, a real issue like this would be to do what you can do. Okay. Like if you could control your food, control your food. You, and by the way, you can control your Absolutely food. Absolutely can. Okay? Yeah. You can control your water intake. You can control what you put in your brain. You can control um, you know, the movement that you can do, right? Like you're not going to be able to do what you could do, but you can do some things. Uh, you have to get creative. You know, I had to get very creative in this process. Like I had to do things you know, that I hadn't been doing before. Um, and so... My advice in any situation where there's a major setback where your, your ability is legitimately limited is to do everything that you can to minimize the damage so that you're set up properly when, when you are cleared to go back into it. And that serves a couple purposes. One, you won't have this massive mountain to overcome, okay? Two, um, you, you will be in the habitual mindset to attack when you're able to attack. Right. And that's the biggest thing is like you're keeping your mindset and those habits fresh by even doing what it is you can do. Right. Um, and so those two things I think are the key, right? Like don't let it get off the rails, control what you control 
so that when things do come out, you're, you're sprinting, you're not fucking crawling or trying to climb this massive mountain because you gained a hundred pounds or whatever. Right. Like I can gain a hundred pounds in fucking six months. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm, I'm able to do that. Um, I've actually done close to that before. So do what you can control what you can control, put good things in your mind. Um, and Keep it as close as you can. And that way, when you're cleared, you're able to fucking get back to where you were quickly. And that's, that's what I did. And it sucked. And it was hard every day. Uh, it was mentally fucking hard every day. But looking back, um, I'm seeing it now as a massive test that I passed. And yeah. that gives me a lot of confidence moving forward. Like, you know, we talk about test days and we talk about the days that you have to look at and change your perspective from, you know, why is all these bad things happening to me to this is a test I passed and I'm stronger because of it. Yeah. And I am definitely mentally tougher now than I've ever fucking been in my life by a lot, not a little because of what I just went through. Okay. So, um, you can't fuck with me. I'll fucking run you the fuck over. And that comes from me fucking persisting over and over and over again. And, uh, you should have the same attitude. That's that's my advice. Love it, guys. Andy, uh, third and final question. Uh, question number three. Andy, I'm 24 years old, and I currently own a business that's on track to make six hundred thousand dollars this year. That's great. However, after making more money than I thought I would ever would at my age, I've come to find that my passion for this business is dwindling. I don't feel as if I'm fulfilling my purpose and it's been hard to find passion for it again. I've been thinking about becoming a teacher uh, instead since that's what I've wanted to do since I was younger. I'm worried though because it would be a massive pay cut or career change. Have you ever experienced anything like this? And if so, what advice would you give me? Yeah, for sure, dude. Look, man, <laughs> there's a lot to be said for a happy career that, that you feel that you feel like you're doing something noble. Intrinsically happy. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and, and so, dude, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, none of the things I say, like, am I ever shitting on someone who chooses mm -hmm. their path? The people I shit on are the people who don't do anything mm -hmm. and then pretend like they got totally screwed. It's everybody else. Yeah, when in, re yeah, <laughs> when in reality, they never even tried. Right. Right? I, the people I fucking can't stand are not the people who actively choose a happier path. I am genuinely happy for anyone that's able to do that and live their passion and contribute. Yeah. And, and I think it's amazing. And that's well, a great way to be. We also need more fucking really good teachers. hundred right percent. But yeah. yeah. And that goes into bigger, that goes into a bigger issue where, you know, if you guys fucking elect somebody that's smart and understand shit like me, I would reallocate your fucking wasted tax dollars into paying these teachers two to three, $400,000 a year to attract right. people that want to come in and teach so that we didn't have the brokest fucking least knowledgeable motherfuckers actually teaching mm -hmm. or people that are knowledgeable teaching who've had to take a big sacrifice like this person. Right. Right. One of my best teachers that I ever had, um, his name was Mike Loyette. He was the president of Biani. Well, he was my fucking teacher when, when I grew up for him to become a teacher. He had to give up a six figure income to go work with, with kids. And bro, I wouldn't be the man I am without that, that person's uh, leadership and guidance. Okay. Mm -hmm. That so, sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's, there's noble results in pursuing that path. Um, and that's a systematic correction that we need at the government level sure. uh, 
to, to quit wasting our money or stealing our money and start paying the people who are actually responsible for the upbringing of the most productive citizens of this country, our future. Uh, but on a personal level, you know, like I, I think that it's important for anyone out there who's making a lot of money, uh, who's successful, to also be a teacher, right? Like what we're lacking now isn't just qualified teachers. What we're lacking now is the willingness for people who have accomplished some things to actually teach other people how to win. And so that's like an unofficial teacher, right? Mm. Like that's, that's, that's the leadership that we're missing in this country. Like we can't. Yeah, there's we no ability in that. No, bro. We can't yeah. just dump it all on teachers and think, oh, fuck, dude. They're going to fucking train these motherfuckers to be winners and ass kicking and you know and and we have a lot of teachers that actually teach people to be victims now uh which is a whole nother issue safe spaces right well, well dude if you teach kids that they can't be anything because they're a certain race or if you teach kids that they can't be good people because they're inherently racist um you're teaching people basically or if you shit on success uh the whole 12 years they're in school and tell them that they're going to get a trophy for 17th place okay uh, and then when they get out in the real world and they get their fucking balls kicked in, you know, there's, you're, you're equipping people to fail for your own, for your own ignorance and lack of fucking give a fuck about these kids. That's a big problem for me, dude. Like a big reason I'm bringing MFCEO back is because I want to teach these younger people how to fucking win at scale. And like, dude, you know, these people are willing to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to send their kids to universities to get them indoctrinated, I believe that America is waking up. That's a bad fucking deal. So uh, a big part of my, of my fulfillment in life is, is helping people get better, whether it be you know, what we do with our companies or anything, but mainly with what I do with, with, with this, right? Like teaching people the reality of how to win in real life. I drive uh, a lot of value uh, and fulfillment for my own personal self through that process. And so I can understand why someone would want to do that because it is incredibly rewarding. Um, so I, no, I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting to do that. I think that, you know, yeah, you're going to make some less money, but also dude, we live in this society now where if you have basic entrepreneurial skills, it's never been, it's never been easier to have something, you know, going that generates cash flow passively. Yeah. Well, not passively, but more so uh, you know, I hate the fucking term side hustle, but <laughs> you can be a part-time entrepreneur. Okay. And a full-time teacher and you can do pretty well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So maybe think about that. If the, if the money think is, cause the reality is bro, none of these teachers are paid a real living wage anymore. And the funny thing about that is they all vote for the fucking motherfuckers that create that scenario for them. Mm -hmm. You know, they're voting for these far left fucking people we're making it impossible for them to survive on the meager income that a teacher gets. And they make this shit like, oh, you know, minimal living is the thing. Like, no, oh, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. that's all you can afford. Yeah. Like, it's a difference. Well, that, that's, so that's where, <laughs> I get, that's where I get frustrated. Like, yeah. a lot of people think, like, that when I talk about money or we talk about success, they take it the way of, like, oh, this is greed or this is, you, you don't value anybody who's no, not wealthy. No, you're settling. Is what that's it is. the part I have a yeah. problem with. Yeah. That's the part I have a problem with, is the people who, who settle who don't pursue what it is they could pursue, who don't become a higher version of self, who don't ex extract any potential from their, uh, from their lives, mm -hmm. and then who point the finger at people like myself or other people like me um, 
for being some sort of fucking piece of shit. Right. Because I actually went out and dedicated my life to something that materialized. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I have a problem with those motherfuckers. Have you ever been a Nantucket motherfucker? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's right, dude. And for you guys that don't know, that's Dave Portnoy. Yeah. Right. Dave Portnoy goes up to some Antifa person and was like, uh, so you think we so, should tax the rich? Yeah, he goes, yeah, so yeah, so yeah. what do you like, hate rich people? Because yeah. I'm rich as fuck. <laughs> he goes, you, you ever been to Nantucket? It's fucking nice. Like, but that's the truth. Right. That's the truth. And so like, and that's my people, bro. Like I'm for people that want to fucking win. Mm -hmm. Like I'm here for those people. Yeah. I, I am not here for the people who want to pretend that they want to win. And then when it doesn't work out, they go over and they say, well, you know, I, cho I chose to, you know, I just want to get a van and cruise the country and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they make up this fucking story about how they're morally superior for wanting less out of life. And mm. it's a bullshit story because you're opting out of the really hard journey. And the hard journey is the noble one. Mm. Because, dude, I can tell you, there's tens of thousands of people out there who have built shit because I've gone on a microphone and fucking talked about it for the last fucking decade, right? I'm proud of that. Yeah. That's noble shit. That's changing lives in a real way, okay? And teachers have the ability to do this too when they actually care and actually teach people the right things. And, and by the way, someone who, who went down the entrepreneurial path for a little bit of time probably has a lot more to offer than a lot of these people who are just teachers because they get three months off the year and they mm -hmm. want to, you know, they want to get in and out of school as fast as possible. Yeah. Teachers in theory. Yeah, that's right. It's real shit, man. So I, I think that's a very noble thing. I think we need more people who are willing to make sacrifices for the betterment of fucking youth. Uh, but I also think you don't have to take a massive pay cut. I think there's ways for you to get around that uh, with the technology that we have today. And I also think, you know, like I said a minute ago, not to get political, too political, or I'm going to get real political. Um, here's the reality. Uh, we're being mismanaged as a country. And if you had someone who actually understood how to manage the country, uh, teachers would earn the proper amount. So would police officers. And we'd have a much safer, much smarter, much better, uh, much more equipped community. But you got to ask yourself why that isn't. So the important question to ask is, why isn't that the case right now? Why isn't that the case? Why You think I'm the smartest fucking human on the planet and just thought of this? No, there's reasons why it isn't this way. Maybe you should ask yourself why that is. Why are they, why are they allowing teachers to uh, indoctrinate kids into far-left ideology? Why are they allowing teachers to push their political views on children? Why are they allowing teachers to teach kids things that should be taught in the household? Why are they, why are they not paying quality people to teach? Why are they not paying quality people to fucking police our communities? Because they could. So why aren't they? And maybe, just maybe, you'll come to a realization by digging deep into those two questions. Here's the cliff notes. They do it on purpose. Yeah. Because they want our fucking kids dumb. They want our kids easy to control. They want our kids broke. They want our kids dependent on them. And they want our communities in disarray, divided, with high crime, so that they have something to come in every four years and promise to fix, which they have no intention of fixing. So to answer the question, uh, I think that's very commendable and noble of you to do, uh, but I don't think you have to take a massive pay cut. I think you just need to get a little more creative. Love it. Fucking love it. Well, guys, Andy, that is three. Let's go pay the fee. Yeah, guys, that's the show. Uh, a little shorter show today, um, but it is what it is. So if you got value out of the show, uh, please share the show. Yeah.
Went from sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a pole, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed